What is up, all ye sinners? Welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast. Coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt and the home of that evil empire. Lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. Thank you for uh, listening in. I'm happy to report that Lynchburg, Virginia, very soon, once again, is going to be the laughing stock of the world because I found out this week that Hulu is going to premiere that wonderful series coming up about Jerry Falwell Jr. and his various indiscretions and how fucked up his family really is. So, as always, the Falwells are going to put us back on the map for all the wrong reasons. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. So, uh, having said all that, I wanted to talk to you today about a subject that I've been dealing with um, quite a bit recently. It's been self-induced and it's been something that I brought on to myself, but I feel like it's relatively healthy and I'm okay with it. And uh, that subject today is fear. We all have it. We're all born with it. That's one thing that all of us humans have in common is we are all born with a survivalist sense of fear. Now, if you ever meet anyone in your daily travels and they tell you that they don't fear anything and that they're afraid of nothing, then they are a liar. And you probably want to reconsider taking anything that they say seriously ever again. And especially if they say that they're not afraid of anything or they don't have a fear of anything because they think that their God or their Lord and Savior is going to protect them then you probably should just run away and stay away. But those are just my thoughts on that. So fear is something that we're born with. Uh, Fear is something that is the reason why we're here. Our ancestors were born with a great sense of fear, a fear for survival. You know, they had to figure out how to find food. They had to figure out how to stay warm. They had to figure out how how to have a roof over their head during bad weather, you know, we would not be here as a human species if all of the many, many centuries of generations that came before us did not live with a certain amount of fear. It's healthy and it's natural. So one thing that that fear that we were all born with as humans has given us is given us an ability to learn what not to do, things not to do to keep us safe. A fear is something that keeps us safe and keeps us, um, you know, working hard towards survival. Now, funny little tidbit for you, or maybe it's not funny. I don't know. I learned recently that um, one of the main reasons, or one of the main differences, excuse me, between dogs and humans are that dogs don't know that they're going to die. Humans do, obviously, when you reach a certain age and You realize you're going to die, whether you know someone that dies and you say, oh, wait, that's going to happen to all of us one day or whatever, however you're taught about death. We all know as humans from a very early age that we're all going to die. Dogs don't know that. They have no idea. So, hey, look, you learned something. Isn't that why you tuned in? You really wanted to learn something? So there you have it. So fear is natural. It's necessary. It's very necessary. Now, my fear has come to the surface over the last several weeks and months, and my fear is my fear of losing my comfort in life. I've had a very successful career my entire adult life in sales. I know I've talked about it before, 
And it's afforded me, I live in a nice house with a nice big basement and a nice big yard. And um, I don't really have any bills uh, other than utilities and Netflix and cell phone. And uh, I've got a great insurance plan, tremendous benefits, retirement, the whole package. You know, what most people would consider to be the American dream. I work for a company that kind of... uh, lets me work unsupervised, have a lot of freedom. And I'm very fortunate to have all these things, but I must tell you, I'm tired of it. I'm kind of tired of the mundane. I feel like my professional life is extremely boring. I need a challenge. I need something to fear. Fear creates emotions in us and it makes us have physical reactions that make us feel uncomfortable. It releases um, a variety of of, uh, hormones and and things in us that just make us stand on edge. Like when you see two dogs approach each other or two cats approach each other, you see what fear does to them. It makes them flare up and it makes them protect themselves and get ready for battle. And I don't have that in my life. And I don't know if it's just nature or instincts or my ancestry or what it is, but I'm completely miserable with my professional existence. And I have a good thing going, but it's just not doing it for me anymore. Now, I know a lot of people out there will say to you, well, just go do something else. And that's what I would like to do. And I've spent the last several months looking around and sending out resumes and talking to people. I've done numerous Zoom interviews and numerous uh, phone interviews and so on and back and forth. And some of them have sounded good. Some of them didn't work out. And, uh, you know, I I just, I have this fear of taking that step. I have this fear of jumping off the cliff, right? And it's a natural fear. It protects me from doing something stupid most of the time. But I often think about fear and the differences, what makes certain humans more successful than others. You know, my entire existence, I've I've spent trying to make sure that I have the food that I want to eat. I have the roof over my head. I have clothes that I like and get to do things that I enjoy doing. And I've worked hard to do those things. The fear is walking away from that. The fear is changing something in my life that takes away my comfort. Now, I've often wondered, you know, when Bill Gates was in his family's garage and he was creating what would become Microsoft and Windows technology, did he have a fear over where his next meal was going to come from? Did he have a fear that he wasn't going to be able to buy a house or have a nice car or all of these things? Did he have that fear? And I would be willing to say no. I would be willing to say that he was so passionate about doing what he was doing that he didn't really think about it, that he didn't he didn't even really care. He probably had the idea, as long as I can do what I want and I can accomplish the things that I want to accomplish, then let the chips fall where they may. And I dig that, and I respect that, and I think I respect it mostly because I don't have that. I don't have that way of thinking. I wish I did. I know a lot of people over the years that have just thrown caution to the wind and started up a business on their own or did something 
radical to change their path. And they did it with a smile on their face and it ultimately made them happy. I know a lot of people out there that took that chance, took that risk. What separates me from them? What separates the people who are afraid to get away from their comfort in life? What separates them from the people who just say, fuck it, this is what I want to do and I'm going to go do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's nature or nurture. I don't know if it was how they were raised. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I wish I had more of that. I wish I had more of the whole, let's just throw caution to the wind. I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday and she's always very supportive of me in all of my ridiculous adventures. And I told her, I said, you know what? I got this house. It's just me here. And I've got this big basement and I've got money in the bank. I could, I could do a startup, but I have no fucking idea what I want to do. My, that's that's another problem that I have, and it's not really fear-related. The problem that I have of I'm 50 years old, and I have no fucking idea what I want to be when I grow up. That's another problem, but that's another episode. I'll get into detail on that one later. But right now, the fear of walking away from what I have, the fear of leaving what I know, what I can count on, what is ultimately a no-brainer. You know, most people that I know that I know through work, they think I've got it made. And I guess from their point of view, they're probably right. I do have it made. But it's not making me happy. It's actually making me fucking miserable. So I've got to confront that fear. I've got to figure out what do I really want? What I really want, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to accomplish? You know, I've even gone as far as to think, man, I I would love to be a dasher. I would love to just spend all day driving around, delivering stuff to people and making their life easier. You know, I've looked into this career path of possibly being a virtual assistant and there's a tons of opportunities out there. You know, you can go on Google or you can go on YouTube and you can see thousands of hours of content where people will just say, Hey, these are ways to make a living, to work for yourself, do your own thing, work your own schedule, do what the fuck you want to do. And I've watched most of them and I've read about almost all of them, but I haven't taken the plunge. I haven't jumped off the cliff yet, but I need to. I need to tackle that fear, if nothing else, than to tackle fear itself. But I think fear overall is pretty healthy. I mean, again, it's the reason we exist. It's the reason why our species continues to to grow. You know, my biggest fear right now for the world is climate change. And anybody who doesn't believe in climate change obviously hasn't gone outside in the last year or two. You know, obviously Jerry Falwell thinks that hurricanes are a result of God being mad about homosexuals, but I don't think that's the truth. Um, You know, this past year I've heard the comment many times that uh, first time in history, this is these things, some of these things have happened. We've had enormous flooding and we've had fires and we've had drought. We've had England had temperatures of, you know, over 100 degrees in London, which has never happened before. Unprecedented. These things are happening, and they're happening weekly. 
And, um, you know, if you don't believe in climate change and if you don't think it's real, then I'm sorry, but the proof is there. The science is there. But there it leads me back to the Christian belief system. The term fear of God, God fearing, that that mindset that most of them live by. It's uh it's a recipe for disaster. I really believe it is. And I look back at, at history, because I am a history buff, and fear over the years has kept people obedient. You know, religion religion thrives on your fear. It thrives on the fact that you have a fear of the afterlife. And I always make comments to people who want to talk about you know, their next life in heaven with their Lord and Savior, living out all eternity in heaven and how evil the world is and how much sin there is going on in the world. If you're so adamant and you and you and you so thoroughly believe that when you leave this earth, when you leave this life, that everything is just going to be, well, heaven, and you're going to be able to live in this amazing place with your Lord and Savior that you worshiped your entire life. If you think that the next life is going to be so great and that this one is so horrible and so full of evil, then why don't you just go there? Why don't you just end yourself and go there if you're so fucking confident in what the next life is going to be? Why? Why do you sit here and continue to put yourself through this misery? Continue to allow yourself to be made fun of by people like me. If you're so adamant that heaven exists and that you have a place in it, all you have left to do is die, then go for it. If you're God-fearing, if your life is based on a fear of God and you fear nothing else, then why the fuck would you even want to be here? That's kind of how I look at it. But I don't have that. I have the fear that this is the one life that I get and that I'm miserable in my professional existence and I'm not going to get another 50 years. I'm not going to get another life. I'm not going to go to this false heaven this place that I don't believe really exists. I have to do what's best for me right now in this life. I have to make myself happy right now. And part of that is going to have to be pushing back against these fears that I have, these fears that I have of losing my comfort. I see people out there all the, all the time and a lot of them are younger than me. So more power to you, younger generations, you, you people out there that you got these stickers all over your car. You got your, you're an Uber driver and you're a Lyft driver and you do DoorDash and you do all of these things and you probably make pretty fucking good money at it, but you do it because you want to do it. You know, how many college graduates are out there doing DoorDash? I had, I had somebody deliver my dinner the other night was driving a brand new Lexus. So how many college graduates, how many people that were taught that the only way to true happiness is go to school 
achieve the American dream, go to church, believe in your God, believe that your next life is going to be forever and it's going to be great in heaven. How many of those people threw caution to the wind and said, fuck it, I'm going to do DoorDash. I'm going to ride around all fucking day, listen to music, and fuck the nine to five. Because that's where I'm at. I'm at the fuck the nine to five. And I hate going into the office. I cannot tell you, I cannot put into words how much I hate going into the office. Now, I only spend a couple hours a day at the office, but I absolutely fucking hate it. And that's the real reason. If I could take those two hours a day away from going to the office and not have to do that, I would probably not even be considering changing my existence, changing my professional life. But those two hours in the office are hell for me. Oh, wait, hell isn't real. But you know what I mean, right? So what do I have to do? How do I have to change this? I just have to have faith in myself. Faith, that's a weird word, isn't it? I get to use it too. Ha, ha, ha. Faith. Faith in myself. I don't have faith in an imaginary wizard in the sky. I don't have faith that when this life ends that I get to go to some magical place. And I don't have faith that when my life ends that I'm going to go burn in hell for eternity either. What I have faith in is me. Part of my faith that I have in myself comes from the people that I care about around me. And there's there's not a lot of them. There's my girlfriend. There's my mother and my brother. There's my son. There's my girlfriend's son. It's my dogs. They have a lot of faith in me. They have faith that I'm going to feed them every day. And they have faith that I'm going to take them out and walk them. See, I'm a pretty important person. But seriously, I have to get over that hump of that fear. And how lucky am I that my biggest fear is losing my comfort? There are people out there that wake up every day fearing that they're not going to be able to eat today or they're not going to be able to stay warm in a cold environment or they're not going to have a roof over their head during the next storm. That's a real fear. Homeless people, maybe people with, you know, various degrees of mental health issues that can't take care of themselves. What's their fear like? Are they uh, in a big fear that they're not going to go to heaven? No, they're probably in a fear they're going to die today because of something that they have no control over. Now that, my friends, is fear. So now let's talk about that intersection of fear and common sense. Now, my fears that I have concern um, taking a leap of faith and and jumping into something that's unknown and not quite sure how it's going to affect the rest of my life. That's my fear. But fear and common sense don't always go hand in hand. Here's what I mean. I think when people do things in the name of their God, whoever their God happens to be, and they throw caution to the wind and, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they fly airplanes into buildings or maybe they strap a bomb to their chest and go into a busy crowded area and 
kill themselves trying to kill the people around them. There's um, not a lot of common sense there. And their fear is misguided. They have a fear here on earth that if they don't do something drastic to prove their faith in their Allah or their whatever God they happen to choose, they have a fear that they're not going to get to go to their heaven. So they throw common sense out the fucking window because of this fear. And I'm surrounded by Southern Baptists and Catholics and and there's some Muslims around, but I don't really fear them too much because they're pretty well outnumbered and they realize that they live in the Bible Belt. So they probably have a fear of walking outside, which is, you know, I'm okay with that. But the fear around here that people have is they seem to have a fucking fear of not being looked at and recognized as a Christian. That's a fear they have. So they're willing to throw common sense out the window to prove how much of a Christian they are. Now we look at it with, with women's health and we look at it with Roe v. Wade, the hardcore Christian sect that believe that, that abortion is murder and should never happen under any set of circumstances. They only feel this way because they think if they feel any other way that their God their imaginary wizard that lives in the sky knows all of their thoughts and all of their beliefs. So they have a fear if they don't think this way, that they're going to go to hell. That's their fear. So they've chosen their fear of God over an ability to think and use logic and common sense. That's what they've done. So, I guess fear really can be a bad thing too, right? Fear as a survival instinct is okay. But fear of pissing off your God um, and doing things to take away from other people's rights and liberties, that's not good. That's not a lot of common sense there because that's really what it is. You know, abortion to me has always been a women's issue. It's a women's health issue. It's a woman's right to choose issue. But the hardcore Christians don't care about women's health. They don't care about a woman's right to choose. They don't care about common sense and logic. They're just trying to cross the finish line and get into heaven. Now, I'm going to go back to what I said originally. If you think the world is so evil and so full of sin and you don't like it because your God tells you you shouldn't be happy with it, then maybe you should just go be with him. Please, go. I'll keep an eye on your car for you. I promise. I'll take your dog for a walk. And after the rapture, I'll take care of all the doggies. All of them that are left behind. That's my vow. So, fear. Fear makes people do logical things to protect themselves and to keep themselves alive. But in the case of Christianity, it makes people do the most stupid, idiotic bullshit that's ever been imagined. There have been, there have been parents that have killed their children out of fear that they thought they were being possessed by the devil. So they put them on the fast track to hell is what they did. They didn't think that, you know, maybe uh, 
Maybe they can be saved. Maybe they can be brought back to the Lord and be saved and spend all eternity into heaven in heaven after all. Nope. They sent them straight to hell. Got rid of all of them. No chance for remorse. No chance to fix the problem. Let's just send them all straight to hell. Kind of like our government has done in Muslim countries. They want to be with their Allah so bad. Let's just send them all straight to hell. Let's go. Because, you know, Americans are Christians and they think Allah is the devil anyway, right? And they think any Muslim beliefs is sending people straight to hell. So we're just trying to speed up the process, just trying to send them there quicker. So governments try to keep us in line. They use fear. They use pandemics and they use fear of civil war. I know a lot of people, a lot of people that I like, a lot of people that I have a lot of confidence in and think that are really smart that have turned to not speaking their mind anymore. Out of fear of retaliation from the redneck Trumpers that are out there, you know, people have a fear of the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen. And our government uses that fear of the unknown and the fear of what might happen to keep us in check, to keep us in line. They've been doing it for years. You know, I, I firmly believe that's part of the reason why the Bible is in existence and the, why, the reason that it's pushed as hard as it is. Because it makes people want to be obedient, makes people... Um, want to live based on the Ten Commandments, right? You know, I get it. The government uses it as a tool. And, and, you know, this whole separation of church and state, and that'll be another issue that I'll talk about in a full episode coming up. It's a fucking joke, man. How can you say we have separation of church and state when we have in God we trust on our fucking money, our pledge of allegiance, one nation under God, that, that line, by the way, was not part of the original Pledge of Allegiance. That was added later to make the Southern Baptists fucking happy. There's no separation of church and state. As long as those motherfuckers don't have to pay taxes, then they're in control. They run the show. The government is just a little bitch on the side. The government, by comparison to organized religion, is just a little bitch. There's your separation of church and state. Because they have fear too. They have fear that we might rise up one day and take back what's rightfully ours. And I don't mean fucking invading the goddamn Capitol building. No. What would happen if we did a completely nonviolent thing like, oh, I don't know, we all stop paying our taxes? What would happen? Is the IRS big enough to track us all down? Fuck no. They can barely keep up with the caseload they have now. Think about this. Think about this. Churches don't have to pay taxes. Then why should we? I'm going to work every day doing what I'm supposed to do. Why should I have to pay taxes if the church down the street doesn't have to? That's a fear that the government has about us. They have, they have a true existing fear. Our government has this real fear 
that we're going to figure out that religion, the Bible, and all of that stuff is a bunch of fucking bullshit. That's why they come out and they make the claim that there's a separation of church and state, but there's really not. Because they don't want us to figure that shit out because they have a fear of us. They have a fear that we're finally going to fucking smarten up and realize that there's 300 million of us. And not all 300 million work for the IRS. The government has a real fear that we're going to figure out that they've been fucking with us for about 300 years. And that one day we're going to do something nonviolent, non-aggressive. No one's going to get hurt. We're just going to stop paying our taxes. Yep. That's what they're afraid of. And what is the church afraid of? The church is afraid that people are going to figure them out and stop paying that God tax. That tax, you know, that offering plate or that tithing that everyone's expected to do that they teach you when you go to these faith-based schools. Go take an economics course at a faith-based school. And the first thing they're going to teach you is how to figure out the percentage that you're supposed to give back to the church every week. Yeah. They're afraid of us as much as some of us are afraid of them. They're afraid that we're going to figure this shit out and we're going to stop paying the God tax. Every church pastor in this country is scared to death that people are not going to put money in that fucking offering plate every Sunday. Scared to death. And the government is scared to death death, that we're going to take back our rights not to be fucking taxed to death. Isn't that what the Boston Tea Party was about? Taxation without representation? Well, we fell for it. They got us in the end. But it's not the end. And that's the fear. That's the fear that everybody on Capitol Hill has. They're not worried about anybody invading the fucking building. They're worried about all of us sitting at home and saying, no, I'm not going to pay my taxes anymore. I'm done. Now, you know, income taxes. Yeah, sure. You could call your employer and say, hey, stop taking taxes out of my check. I'll I'll pay up at the end of the year. That's what I did. But, you know, if we stop paying our taxes, we stop paying our personal property taxes. If we stop paying, I mean, We don't really have much of a choice on sales taxes, but if we stop paying all the other taxes, are they going to come take all of our cars? Are they going to come take all of our houses? Fuck no. They're not equipped. And they don't even really think it'll happen. But it could. Because we, the sheep, may figure it out one day. So fear goes in all directions. There are people out there who really fear their government. They've started militias. They've stockpiled whatever in their houses. They have a true fear of their government. Well, I've got news for you. Your government is way more afraid of you than you are of them. And your pastor is way more afraid of you not putting money in that offering plate than you realize, if you're a Christian. That's why we have to keep 
training champions for Christ, as Liberty University likes to say. Training champions for Christ to keep on paying that percentage back to the church. That's what they're training them to do. Fear. I have a fear of losing my comfort. And so does my government. And so does every church that you know about. They all have a fear. The same fear that I have. Losing the comfort. Fear is real. And it can be very unhealthy. Or it can save your life. It can keep you around longer. I wear a seatbelt. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of suffering. I'm afraid of going through my fucking windshield because some asshole redneck that lives around me and has a truck bigger than they can see over the goddamn dashboard. Yeah, I'm worried about one of those motherfuckers plowing into me and I don't really want to eat my windshield. So that's why I wear a seatbelt out of fear of eating my fucking windshield. So which side of fear are you on? Which side of fear really gets to your soul? Is it a fear of taking the next plunge to make your life possibly better or at least making it happier? Or do you have a fear in your life that your God is going to figure you out and you're going to be sent straight to hell? I don't have that fear. (laughs) No fear there. I could get a sticker that says no fear dot, dot, dot. Of your God. Yeah, there's an idea. Might sell that. Where's my Etsy site at? So, oh, speaking of Etsy sites, please check mine out. Atheist by Design. Maybe it'll make you laugh. Anyway, thank you for listening. This has been fun. Now I feel better. I started this talk kind of feeling a little edgy. Now I feel pretty good. I got it out. Thanks. Appreciate it. But thank you for listening. If this is your first time, I hope you got something out of it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you tell somebody. Hope you leave me a rating or subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. The biggest compliment you can pay me is to turn this podcast on to somebody else. Share it with someone. So thank you for that. If you are a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate you you taking the time to listen to multiple episodes and just hearing me rant and bitch. I greatly appreciate that. If you would like to reach me, have a comment, an insult, a death threat, whatever you want to share. I'm cool with any of them. Please reach out. You can email me at the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast at gmail.com. Now get out there. Let the fear go. Just get to send it.